Hello world, this is your host Brian Kaderna. You're tuned in to another episode of the Kaderna Podcast. So thanks for listening to us today. Uh, this is episode number 11. If you can believe that, we're 11 weeks into this bad boy. Um, it's been a fun time since we launched earlier in the summer. So again, just want to thank everybody that's listening and keep spreading the good word. Um, all our numbers have been going up and that's really reassuring to us that we're giving information out there that's practical, that's useful, and helping people improve their finances, their business, and just overall well-being, which of course is the goal of the Kaderna podcast. So what are we going to touch on today? This title, I'm sure if you already read it, sounds a little bit outrageous, and it kind of is, okay? So what we're going to talk about is how to become a millionaire before the age of 25. Does that sound crazy? Because I kind of think it does. And you might be saying, you know, where did this all come about? So as many of you may have read, you know, my book, Millennial Millionaire, that was just a catchy title I came up with, you know, several years ago. And when I was producing the book, my editor said, you know, you need to have a subtitle. And you want to attach it to an age. There's something about consumer behavior always wanting to have a timeline to reach their goal. So the subtitle of my book was A Guide to Become a Millionaire by 30. All right. Now, a lot of the financial planning I do is kind of counter to that ideal. And the reality of, of financial planning and being smart, responsible, and a disciplined long-term approach to creating wealth as opposed to just trying to generate some quick riches, okay, big difference between rich and wealthy, uh, does not line up with that idea of how to create a million dollars by 30. I'm sure many of you that have read it have said, this was great, but where's the 30 connection come in? All right, I was uh, asked by one of the editors I work with from a magazine last year to kind of beat that and say, how do you become a millionaire by the age of 25? And I said, you don't, I mean, that's, that's crazy talk. But nevertheless, I was up for the challenge and I said, well, let's bring reality to people. You know, uh, there's so much of the media out there obviously preying on instant gratification. I think that's honestly what's gone so wrong with a lot of the financial, uh, you know, kind of uh, dialogue or financial rhetoric that you hear out there is it's how can I get there quickly? How can I lose 100 pounds in 50 days? How can I double my money next week? All right. And that's where a lot of the average consumers out there that, that just kind of want to get after that quick buck, uh, unfortunately, they end up the victim of some crazy concepts. So let's look at, you know, how do you get there and is it a reality to become a millionaire by the age of 25? First, let's look at, you know, how, how, do, how does it all begin? Well, let's say you go to college. Isn't that kind of the first responsible thing to have a lucrative career as it's marketed to us? So we go to college, we're graduating at 21 or 22. Uh, perhaps nowadays it could be much later with uh, the super seniors and kind of a fifth year often being promoted as an easier way to get the college experience. And then oftentimes we're being sold, you know, you need a graduate degree and kind of lump that right on there too. Because nowadays an undergrad degree, a bachelor's is just like mom and dad's high school diploma, right? Isn't that what they're kind of telling us? So let's assume that you do get out in four years. You're 21, you're 22 years old. According to USA Today, in 2018, the average college grad had a starting salary of $50,390, okay? So we're making 50 grand when we get out of college. Well, guess what? When we make that money, we've got to pay taxes, right? Everybody knows Uncle Sam and everybody owes him. 
So let's assume that you have a 20% effective tax rate. Okay, we make 50 grand when we get out of college. Our take-home pay is going to amount to about $40,000. Right? Pretty simple math. Let's take another gross assumption here and assume that you're living at home and you have literally zero expenses. There's no cell phone bill. We're not helping with groceries. We're not eating out and going to the bar with our buddies. There is no auto loan, car insurance, gym membership, you know, all the other things that usually a young professional is going to be taking on. Let's forego that right now for the sake of this argument. So you're netting 40000 a year. You bank every single penny. Again, at 25, assuming there's not any growth or anything, we're just looking at your basis. That's going to be about $120,000. So how do you possibly get one hundred twenty grand to a million in those three short years post-graduation? Well, let's take a look. You're probably already saying impossible, and I'm going to be here most likely to agree with you. But for the sake of argument and kind of to appease this editor from last year, I'll show you what some of my research shows us. So how do you get there with that salary being what it is? The first way is just to gamble, okay? Take all your money to Vegas and see what happens. The second way is to gamble again. Maybe you go buy lottery tickets and you get really, really, really lucky, okay? Probably not going to happen though. Some other people are saying, well, I watch the finance news every single day. I read a lot of finance books. There's so much talk about real estate. I want to get into real estate. If I had a dollar for every time I heard a young professional tell me that, I could retire, okay? But let's assume you do get into real estate, which can be a great way to grow wealth, but I often tell people it's a patient way to grow wealth that takes time without incurring, you know, an extraordinary amount of risk. But if you did take, you know, your $120,000 of savings, typically when you buy a rental property or investment property, a lender or mortgage broker is going to ask you to put 25% down. It's typically your conventional mortgage on investment property. So 25% down with $100,000 of capital available, we're looking at buying a $400,000 property. Okay, so now we do have leverage, which could, which could amplify our returns, but still not nearly to the effect that's going to create a million dollars of wealth, right? So again, all these things, not gambling, but real estate, investing, okay? Even if you invest aggressively, I have no clue how you get from 100 to a million in three years, all right? Again, without extraordinary amounts of risk. So again, those are things you wanna you know, implement to some extent within a plan, but with a realistic goal of now maybe by millionaire by 40 or 50 uh, is probably more likely and a little bit safer of a uh, route to take. All right. So you might be saying, well, that's somebody that came out of college and they're the average Joe making 50 grand. What are some of the higher paying jobs out there? All right. Well, according to uh, U.S. News World Reports, the best paying jobs, number one is an anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologists 2018 were averaging $269,600. Pretty strong income. Number two was surgeons, three OBGYNs, and four oral and maxillofacial surgeons. Okay, do you see a common theme there, guys? They're all doctors, right? They're all in the medical space. So think about what it takes to become a doctor, all right? We go to undergrad like everybody else. Now we go to medical school, another four years. Now we go into residency, another three, four, five years. Now maybe we go into a fellowship for that specialty. 
And before you know it, we're making a fantastic income, but we're in our early 30s oftentimes. Okay, so you could kiss by, kiss goodbye, uh, millionaire by 25 or millionaire by 30. All right. So those are safe jobs, safe high incomes that usually can be relied upon. But there's a lot of work to get there and a lot of time involved. Okay. So the first one on that list, actually, that's not in the medical space would be a petroleum engineer, which comes in at number 12. Uh, average salary there around $147,000 a year. Okay. So even if you go that route, you know, we're talking tall order here by 25 guys. So what are some other jobs that can create a lot of high early income? Really anything in the sales space. So that's going to be commission oriented and particularly those that are tied in with higher ticket items. Okay. So this could be like pharma sales, uh, biomedical devices, financial sales, okay, working on Wall Street, maybe on the institutional side of finance, where we're making very, very large transactions. And for some reason or another, maybe you're in one of those fields that has a higher commission associated with it. All right. But even so, in those spaces, who there is, is kind of at that pinnacle with those monster transactions before the age of 25? Very, very rare, guys. Okay, so I think that this should be a dose of reality that, you know, becoming a millionaire by 25 is a reach. Okay, it's it's a huge reach. So how are people doing it? All right, let's discount real quick the athletes, assuming you don't have the genes, you know, to be seven feet tall in the NBA or to run a 4-3-40 and be tearing up, you know, the NFL football field. Um, you're, you're not going to be making the money that's going to immediately create a million bucks. But nevertheless, there are a lot of millionaires out there under the age of 25. So let's examine, you know, what they're doing. Number one, they started a business. Most of the folks that you read about, say, on the Forbes 30 under 30, they created a business. Okay, they're entrepreneurs. They had an idea and then they, they struck, you know, gold per se. All right. Might have been a little bit of luck. Might have been a lot of bit of hard work. Uh, a lot of different factors, people that they knew. But the fact is, they were the ones kind of that were the driving force. They own the business. Okay. Think about uh, Dylan Jacob, a good story. He's the founder of Brewmate, made Forbes 30 under 30 at the age of 24. How did he do it? He created what were called wine koozies. Just like you have a beer koozie, these were wine koozies, kind of a fancy version. He struck a deal with Cabela's and with Olympia Sports. And before you knew it, he was off making his fortune. The other thing, not only do you want to start a business, but you got to start a business very early. It's not often that a business just immediately becomes profitable, especially to the extent of making you millions of dollars. All right. Think about a, another great case study. Henry Berner he created a company called Button Smith Incorporated. It was something he started in the fourth grade just by trading buttons. You fast forward and now at the age of 14, he employs nine adults full time for his company that creates all different little items for young adults. Pretty interesting. Another thing you want to do too is discover the repeatable. I always tell people in the business space, you don't need to make a million dollars all at once. You might just make a dollar at a time, but have a million customers. Okay. Think of uh, Joe Gebbia, the founder of Airbnb. All right, every time somebody out there decides to rent their condo to a vacationer for the weekend, Airbnb didn't just make a million dollars, but they make a little spread on that. And then they have millions of users around the world 
and obviously can become a very lucrative business model that we all take advantage of. And along those lines, you need to think about tech, technology. All right. Aside from our athletes and our entertainers, the people that do make this list, this very elite list of millionaires under 25, usually have something to do in the technology space. Okay. Another good recent case study might be uh, Evan Spiegel, all right, the creator of Snapchat, uh, which is now worth over $3 billion at the age of 27. Okay. I don't even know really what it is. I don't have Snapchat. I think it's just kids taking pictures of each other or something. Um, but it was an idea, it was a tool. And he was at the right place at the right time and was able to capitalize on that technology and bring it to market. Okay. And last but not least, this applies to everyone is to network. Okay. An idea, a product, a service, it will just be that just a product on the shelf until somebody knows about it until something is sold, nothing happens. Okay. And that's where networking, getting that proximity to power, Okay, creating a power team and getting your voice heard is what's going to allow your product or service to go from just a little idea to something that's on the uh, cover of Newsweek. All right. So always be networking and, you know, your 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 friends and, and your power team that will kind of become the commodity uh, that will really lead to, to bigger dollars. All right. So last five tips for these people that do want to be in this elite space. One, you got to work your tail off. Okay, hard work is, is never going to fail you. Probably have to be an entrepreneur. Okay, I think we already recognize that. You got to invest early and often. Okay, and I'm not saying gamble. And this is really getting back more to reality of how do I, you know, hit my financial independence maybe by the age of 40 or 50. Again, we want to get compounding working for us. We want to get our money to work and take advantage of our best asset, which is going to be time as a young professional. You need to live within your means. Okay, this is one of the, the greatest mantras in all financial planning. So simple, yet so difficult for some people to do, especially when we want to keep up with the Joneses. So lots of times we reach that promised land by living without early on. Okay, oftentimes we have to give up a lot of that instant gratification or the, the fancy toys so that we can invest as opposed to be uh, spending so much. So live within your means. And then the fifth one, the fifth step, which I really love, and I think this is probably the safest way to become a millionaire by 25, is to earn your money the old-fashioned way and inherit it. Okay, so those are your, your top five tips right there. As you can see, guys, becoming a millionaire by 25, it sounds great. I'll probably get a lot of listeners with this title, but when you actually you know open up the hood and take a look at everything, it's, it's a goal that I think is uh, definitely a reach. And I never want people to focus too much on their goal being money. I always tell people when you get into business, money is a scorecard, okay? It, it is not the end all be all, but it can be used as a very efficient scorecard to see how you're performing. So in that respect, it can be a goal. But if you really wanna become a millionaire by 25, just think about everything I just mentioned and all the risks inherited with each of these steps to actually do it, okay? And there you might want to step back and reevaluate and say, okay, what's a more realistic time frame or what's a more realistic dollar amount? And then that can be something that you work off of. All right, thank you very much for tuning in, guys. I'm your host, Brian Kaderna. You just listened to episode 11 of the Kaderna podcast. 
Keep spreading the good word, keep learning, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. And along those lines, we have an awesome interview next week with Marcus Ogden. Okay, so you do not want to miss this one. He's our first guest on the show, and he will not disappoint. So be sure to tune in next week. Keep tuning in every week. I'll see you guys. Have a good one. The Kaderna podcast is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Brian Kaderna does not provide tax or legal advice. Listeners should contact their own tax or legal advisors in this matter. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Brian Kaderna is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, 300 Broadacres Drive, Suite 175, Bloomfield, New Jersey, 07003. Securities products and services and advisory services are offered through PAS, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, 973-244-4420. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is an indirect fully-owned subsidiary of Guardian. Caderna Financial Team and International Planning Alliance, LLC, are not affiliates or subsidiaries of PAS or Guardian. Caderna Financial Team is a division of International Planning Alliance, LLC, a general agency of the Guardian. PAS is a member of FINRA SIPC, California Insurance License Number OK04194.